Hello and welcome back to another episode of Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. I am, of course, Stuart. I'm joined this evening by an old friend of mine from university, Mark Banks. Before we get over to Mark and hear his story about his relationship with alcohol, I just ask you, if you are watching us on YouTube, please like this video. If you're listening to us on a podcast provider such as Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, all those good ones, like the show, share it about, um, and that's about it, really. So before we go over and get Mark to introduce himself, uh, obviously, I haven't been around for a while. I've been doing a new job, so I've had about six weeks off the podcast. Phil Walton, my co-host, he's had about eight weeks off the podcast, but we are going to be working together soon. Uh, this is my first podcast back. It's not necessarily alcohol recovery. It's not addiction. Mark has just been very kind, and he's come on, and he's going to share his story. So, Mark, let's go over to you. Briefly introduce yourself to us, mate, and then we can get on to explaining to the audience how we know each other. Well, hi, I'm Mark. Um, I don't know what you want me to say, really. Um, 32. Um, young fella. Young fella, yeah. Well, don't feel it. But... <laughs> so, um, we know it. We we knew each other from Wolverhampton Uni, didn't we, Mark? Uh, well, we actually yeah. met in probably my first or second week on C, C was it? Oh, whatever, B block, C block, whatever block it was. Oh. And you were, um, you were friends with young Sam who, who had the room opposite me and you may have been dating a girl at the other end of the corridor, I think, at yeah, the time. I think I, I think I was, mate, yeah. Um, but we we haven't really, let's be honest, we haven't really stayed in touch. I've dropped a few messages on your uh, timeline about your cricket and uh, maybe the odd Walsall FC um, comment because I know you're a big big Walsall fan and obviously when I was studying at Wolverhampton I was actually living in Walsall so we bumped into each other out and about in town didn't we but um, yeah. like a lot of my podcast guests I sort of was stalking your Facebook a bit and noticed that you decided to take some time off the alcohol um, which for a recovering alcoholic like myself that sort of piqued my interest I, I dropped you a message and you very kindly agreed to come on. So um, we'll we'll have a chat now about everything that sort of lead led up to your decision to 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 take some time off. So so if I if we can go over Mark sort of your relationship with alcohol in the past because you're not an alcoholic, you're not a recovering alcoholic, you're just a guy who sort of woke up one day and thought I'm going to have a bit of a rest from this. That's the point we're going to get to. But as a young man. Sort of talk us through sort of your relationship with alcohol. Were you a, a weekend drinker? You know, were you were you uh, exposed to alcohol as a young man, or, or did you did you find alcohol sort of later in your life? Shall we say? I was exposed to it as a young man. Just obviously, you, you get your mate when you were younger who looked at eighteen to go and you know, a few cans from the shop. Yeah, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. Um, as, as I grew up, I was a weekend drinker. I'd go to the football on a Saturday, get steaming. Didn't have any responsibilities on the Sunday. So yeah. I could lie in bed all day and, you know, get over it. Yeah. You know, as you could grow older, I've got my little boy now. And I just don't want to spend my Sundays, well, my Saturdays on my Sundays, on go over and, you know, unable to play properly and do things with him. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, it's it's funny that you share the sur same surname as my my friend Vinny, who's sort of Wolverhampton and a, a Wolverhampton uni guy and lives up your way. So that's just pure coincidence. But but Vinny, he was on the podcast, you know, in the 
previously and his reasons for taking some time away, you know, he's, he's had a long time and off the booze and he's probably going forward, going to stay off the booze. But um, for, for exact sort of reasons that you've just explained, Mark, you know, he was, um, he, him and his partner were trying, trying for children. So he was, he decided to take some time off the booze to, for, for his health, but he realized that he was wasting so much of his downtime with, with hangovers and, you know, a, a typical day, like you've just explained, so you might go and watch Walsall home or away and it'd just be sort of drinking the old lager or bitter and, until until you'd had your fill or would it be on to a nightclub afterwards and sort of then staying up till the early hours? The, the lads are good to a football with, they're a, like a, they're a cracking bunch of blokes, like, and like, so we, we just drink all day, stay in the same, we go to the game, go back to this pub uh, in Blockridge and basically I'll just drink till I couldn't drink anymore and head home. Yeah, at the time yeah. I was only living around the corner, so I could ever jump in a taxi cheap or yeah. walk yeah. if needed. And what? So I mean, I, I, we all re, we all know what those sort of Sundays are like. But um, how were those, those sort of Sundays after a messy day at the football? Was it more? Um, was there an anxiety side to to the hangovers that was creeping in? Because I know again, I'll refer back to sort of Vinny when he was a guest. He he, he explained that his, his mental health suffered. Or was it more just that sort of physical hangover, you know, the, the headaches of potentially being sick and, and just not being able to do anything? Could you could you explain what those sort of hangover days became for you, Mark? I was definitely the latter. It was never an anxiety thing in them days because obviously I'd, I'd got no responsibility. I'd got, it was yeah. basically just I'd look after myself and I could, I could be on guard. I wouldn't get out of bed. I'd literally see him watch the telly all day or find the Xbox. I wouldn't get out of bed. Yeah. So it was, was a real good reason to. So it was just, it was literally, it, it just, um, it's like, like all young people. And it's what 90% of young people do when they sort of in that early sort of stage of, of discovering alcohol, really the, the hangovers don't really affect you too much. And like you say, because you don't have the responsibility, you have that luxury of staying in bed all day, doing, you know, if you if you want to go and do something, you do. If you don't, you don't. So I think potentially that the sort of the mental health side of things probably creeps in a bit more when responsibility of, you know, children or or having, you know, a partner. Um, and they may, you know, you may be required to do something and then you do have a, a, a certain mental strain of getting your ass out of bed, getting in the shower and then having to actually tolerate people to a point, wasn't it? Um, so you've, 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 you've explained that brilliantly, Mark. And, you know, let's get to sort of talk us through, because I, I probably should have said you, you decided... Well, you explain it to us. So you're about eight months into what will eventually be, what, one year without alcohol? Is, is that the plan, mate? It'll be just under. So I'm, I'm, I started it on January the 22nd of this year. Yeah. And I said I'd do it till the end of the year. So New Year's Day is potentially when I can drink again. Okay, so and talk us... I, I, swore, I swore on my son's life to make sure I'd do it because that's the only way I would have done it. <laughs> so, so January the 22nd. So talk us through... January the twenty first, and talk to us about. You must. I can only assume you must have had a right old hangover on that the twenty second of January. So talk us. Just talk us. Talk us through the events that led up to this quite brave decision. I have to be honest. 
I'll go back to the week before the Saturday before I'd been to Mansfield to watch Warsaw. Yeah. I came back, I was I was drunk, but I wasn't hammered by any stretch of the imagination. But I got dropped off at the top of the road because I'd been on a minibus and to get home I had to walk past an off license. So I grabbed a bottle of wine from me and the missus. I think because we drank we drank that between us. I think I had a, I think I got some beers in the house, I had a few more beers and just ended up steaming. Woke up the morning after that, obviously felt rough. I'd been out all down the Saturday, little man comes running in, jumps on me. I'm like, oh my days. You know, just jumps <laughs> out of your stomach. Then the week after, which was the twelfth, I think it was the twelfth, I think it was the twenty second I was out, and then it would have been the twenty third. I said I was gonna stop. For a bit. Basically, my mate stagged though, and he couldn't come because he tested positive for COVID on the morning. But we all went out anyway because we got stuff booked and paid for. And so, basically, again, drinking all sorts, shots, guineas, you name it, Sambuca, you name it, we're drunky. Got on, the missus was still awake. Bottle of red, shared a bottle of red. I was already twisted. <laughs> I remember the last thing I remember was. I must have got a bottle of beer as well after that. I put it to my lips. I was like, I can't drink anymore. And again, woke up the morning after, same thing. I've been out all down the side, the little man's come running in. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. It's, he's, he's, he's missed me on the Saturday because I've been out all day. And then come the Sunday, I I'm, I'm, can't do anything. I just can't function properly. Yeah. So yeah. I turned to the missus and said, Right, that's it. I swear on Freddie's life, I'm not going to drink for the rest of the year. And she, she tried to stop me saying it because she thought I'd regret it. But I, t- I just talked over her, and, I, and, that, and that was that. And I touched I her mean, It's a. Uh, it, was there a slight danger that there may have still been a bit of alcohol talking when you made oh, it? Oh yeah. yeah, I was still pissed. You know, shadow, I'm so, sorry if that. Um, can no, I use that? that I, I was still pissed without a shadow of doubt. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Um, so. It did. It doesn't sound so. There, you know, wives and girlfriends, and you know, in relationships, we're understanding of each other. And it doesn't. It doesn't sound to me like you were. You know, there wasn't too much pressure from your other half necessarily. I suppose if you, if you, it sounds like you're sort of behaving yourself during the week. Sadly, I don't want to go back to my situation, but but my drinking had got to the point where potentially. Uh, I could have been excused, you know, we can all be excused maybe sort of having a drink on a Saturday, but because I wasn't behaving myself Monday to Friday, coming to Saturday, I'd already been pissed for five days that week. And that was just the, the beer that I was letting my other half see. So, you know, that was didn't include all the vodka I was sort of sneaking in the other room. But it sounds to me like your other half was, you know, quite understanding of of your Saturday nights out and you weren't didn't seem to be causing any sort of trouble around the house so to speak you know stumbling around in the one of my famous ones was i tried to have a wee in the fridge once and i'd forever i'd i'd get pissed and go upstairs i'd turn the light on in our daughter's room looking for our bedroom i'd then turn the light on in our bedroom at one o'clock in the morning so but it doesn't say it doesn't sound to me like you were getting in too much trouble um to be honest but i think i don't really go out that much anymore yeah I think it was just the fact it was two weeks in a row where I basically, I basically was two weekends with my lad. Yeah. Where I, I was I was already out on the Saturday and then the Sundays when I was supposed to, when I'm here, I'm supposed to be, you know, running around and doing stuff. I just couldn't really. I think I think children are a a fantastic motivation for many things in life, aren't they? And I, I was talking to someone not so long ago and 
with sort of regards to my sobriety. Um, I've been quite strong in sobriety. Um, I, my, my daughter was one when I stopped drinking. Yeah, I had to stop drinking. Um, I don't know how successful I'm coming up for five years sober in December. I don't know how successful I'd have been if I didn't have my daughter. I'd like to think my wife would have been enough of a motivating factor, but I think having a little one-year-old was such a strong motivation. And and like for you, obviously having your son and you want to, you want to be able to enjoy that. And like you say, he hasn't seen you on that Saturday and then those two Sundays. So it obviously something resonated in you, didn't it? When you decided that that's enough, I need to, I need to, this isn't, this is, it was obviously a decision for you in a sense, but it was a decision for, for your son as well. And probably he's had a very positive impact on you as a family unit, would you say? Um, yeah, to be honest, yeah, really, yeah. It was a, it's had a positive impact the fact because I'm a, where my missus, well, me, to be honest, I, I didn't go out in the week, but I'm a big, well, not a big, I'll probably drink everyone at home as well. Yeah, and I'm yeah. a bad influence on my missus. I got, I'll get a bottle of wine, or she'll get down from what's a bottle of wine. No, she'll buy one bottle of wine a week, and it'll last of the week. She ain't got me in her ear going, "Oh, I'll go on, we'll finish that." We'll, you know, so, that, like, in that sense as well, it's had a positive impact. No, that well, well, that's brilliant. Um, let's talk about because in other podcasts I've done, I've sort of, I'm going to sort of follow a similar script because there are, there's potential. There's for me, there's far more positive things to come out of taking some time off the alcohol than the negative things but there are potentially some some negative impacts but let's talk about um some of the potential positive things how how, how the, the so far the eight months so if i sort of asked you how how's your physical health been mark has have you noticed um are you are you a physically are you, you i don't know are you a gym goer or do you play the odd five aside no my all the home days are long gone mate but have you noticed? Have you noticed? Have you have you managed to? Have you lost any weight, or have you replaced the beer with food so you may have put on some weight? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've probably just ate more now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I've a, a night instead of having a drink. I'm just like a little mouse scaring the cupboards trying to find something to snack on. I've been like that for five years. That's why I go. That's why I try and run twenty miles a sort of a week to to offset all the ice cream and Haribo that I get to. Um, you've talked about your relationship and. Um, how it's sort of been positive on the fact that you're, you're sort of the other half now might not drink so much. Um, have you noticed any positives? Have you been able to enjoy those Sundays more, you know, without the hangovers? Are you able to get out and do things more as a family? Yeah, we are, yeah. I mean, to be, my lad, he's never been great with sleep from day one. I remember so, your Facebook. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. you so, like a man who might have been at breaking point in the early yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> He's still not great, and he gets up early. So you're still tired. You're still tired a lot, but you mix being really tired in with a bad hangover, and it's just it's not a good combination, is it? So yeah, we get out a lot more. Like we'll start, I'll start waking up with him. We get to the park some some mornings. When I, like me and my partner alternate lines on a Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah, and I'll often now get up with him and take him up the park first thing in the morning when nobody else is there. Brilliant. So yeah, just little things like that, and you wouldn't do that with a raging hangover. No, you certainly wouldn't, mate. Um, well, let's that's sort of the positives. Well, fine, I, I like, I like. It's a bit nosy, but we are in a credit credit crunch. Have you saved any money? Well, yeah, yeah, 
to be honest, because obviously, as you all know, as a parent, nursery fees are flipping expensive. Yeah. And they stopped, well, they reduced a lot in January. He got his three hours. And then we got it with the electric bills, as everybody else has. <laughs> but I haven't, at the minute, noticed it really, because I ain't been spending 20, 30 quid a week on booze. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. those, those days out at the football were probably a 50, 60, 70 quid day well, as well, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't go, I go see home games now, watch Walsall at home, but I very rarely go away these days. So, yeah, all that save money on that, not drinking. And so. no, that's it's, it's all it's all brilliant. And potentially the only sort of the, the negative aspect, the, the, there can't be any negatives to your sort of your health and your mental health and stuff, but your. Are you still? Are you still going to the football? Are you still? Are you? You're not sort of still able to mix with the same group of friends. Has it had much of an impact? The fact that you're you're not indulging in the odd pint with the boys. No, no, because as well we've having a little. I don't really go out that often before the football anymore. So yeah. that, that that had changed pre coming off the booster a bit. But if I do, if when I do see them, they're all saying there's not a lot of pressure. It's not. Oh, go on, mate. Go on, have a drink. Everyone's been really supportive. We can't fault anybody. Yeah, and that's. I mean, Vinny was exactly the same, and you know, he was he was very sort of vocal on the two podcasts we did, and you know, he was he was quite vocal with his opinion that if you are, if if you are mixing with people who don't understand your decision to take some time off the off the drink and mixing with people who might still want to encourage you to drink, then you are probably mixing with the wrong people. But it's brilliant to hear like another example where your your friends, your social group have all been wonderfully supportive. So you know, well done everyone involved there. Um so if we look to the future, May, um you can you 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 might have you'll be Eligible to have a drink on New Year's Day, you've said. Um, I don't want to, don't want to pry and you know see if you pop a champagne cork. But has this, has this sort of eight months so far, has it, has it changed your sort of views on the booze? And and do you think this will have a sort of a long last? Can you see yourself slipping back into the same behaviour as previous? You know, if you decide, say on the first of next year, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a pint of lager or whatever you drink. Can you see yourself slipping back into the old ways, or do you think you've developed a sort of new way of looking at alcohol? I think I have developed a new way of looking at it because I'll exp- um the plan for New Year's Day originally was football fixtures just came out, right? Where are Warsaw playing? What what are we doing? Um we're at home, we're at home that day to Mansfield. Initially I was planning on like going to Weatherspoons at like nine o'clock in the morning. And then I'll just have this thought come over. It's like the day after is going to be the last day of the Christmas holiday. That's going to be the last day you've got before you go back to work. Do you really want to be on Galbra on that day? No, I don't. And the, the plan is now, me and my missus, we're going to uh, we're going to do some million and Carter on New Year's Day on the evening after the football. And I might have one drink there and come home and go to bed. Perfect. So that's the plan anyway. Uh, it's, it, sound, it sounds like you've Obviously, to to have that sort of laid out is 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 quite good, and it it certainly sounds to me that you're, you know, you've probably made so much progress now. Um, like I say, your, your relationship it doesn't appear that your relationship with alcohol was was a troublesome one. You 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 know you said you didn't drink all that much during the week. 
maybe, maybe, maybe you were a bit of a sort of bad influence on yourself and your other half, but um, you, you, you weren't getting in, into trouble with it. So, so to speak, Mark. Um, so it's, it's been brilliant hearing about how the, how this has sort of worked. And um, I was going to, I was going to sort of, uh, there, there was something else I wanted to ask and, and it's, it's slipped my mind now, but um, so I just want to say well done really, mate. And thank you so much for, for coming on and sort of sharing that experience of, of eight months in, in, I guess we call it sobriety because that's what it is, isn't it? Um, is there anything else, anything else you wanted to chat about before, before we sort of called it a day? It's been a brilliant chat so far. To be honest, in the build up to doing this, I'd had time off it before that as well. Right. So I've sort of, I did seven weeks before I got married. Yeah. And my first drink was just, I was going to try and wait till the towels, but I was that nervous. That's the point. Try and calm me down. And then I think I drank every day for about eight days following getting married. We've got that many bottles of wine and God knows what else. I think yeah. I drank for about eight days straight. And then I said to the missus then, I said, I'm going to do till Christmas now. And then I did till Christmas, and then my first drink was Christmas Day, and then again January. When that January day came, it was right. I'm doing it to the end of the year now. So, so you, I've had some practice. Basically, it was good practice. I've had practice leading up to it. Yeah, it's it sounds it sounds to me like you were able to. You're fortunate in the sense that you are able to identify when your relationship with alcohol is probably getting to the point that a sort of a bit of time away is needed. And, and and there might be certain people who listen to this and say, oh, you know, he's displaying, you know, not addictive sort of traits, but you shouldn't get to the point where you need a rest. But but then on the flip side of that is we're all able we're all grown ups and we are all able to to enjoy ourselves how we see fit. And you know, for certain people it's you know, taking drugs, smoking a, a spliff or something for other people, it's it's drinking a bottle of wine after work. But 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 many people, myself, you know, I I'm I'm not able to, and that's why I had to stop drinking because I could never stop. But it sounds to me, Mark, that you're one of these people who who can identify when enough is enough and and a bit of time out is needed. So you know, I commend you for that. Uh, and I think this I think this year off is obviously done you some the world of good uh, and the next what is it september october so the next four months um ha, do you look forward to them do you look forward to the next four months or in your head do you think oh i'd quite like it to sort of be be done now oh really it's become the norm now in a way yeah. just, I, I know what i've done i've said that i swore on my lad's law if i'm not going to break that i don't want to be that parent that does that yeah and I'll just take it day by day, and when January comes, it comes. Brilliant, mate. No, that's absolutely brilliant. So um, I'm just going to say, Mark Banks, thank you for being a brilliant guest on Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me, mate.